This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's a beautiful day. We made it. Yesterday felt like a fake Friday, but today it's real. (laughs) I woke up this morning and watched the WandaVision finale because I contain multitudes. I don't just watch Bravo. I made it to season eight of One Earth, so I'm almost done. Very excited for you. My actual project this week has been... Uh, putting my Married to Medicine binge into high gear because it comes back on Sunday. So I now have, mm-hmm. I have like 10 episodes left and like three days to do it. So it'll, I'm cutting cu- it in, I'm cutting it close. In, putting it into high gear. Like that's, that's great. Um, wait, I, we do have to say though, we didn't say it yesterday, but it makes more sense. We we're talking about Summer House today that congratulations to Hannah Burner because she got engaged. She got engaged. Yeah, it's very, ex- it's very exciting. It's just funny because it's like, th- like so much has happened since they filmed this season that it's like, oh, great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very exciting. We are going to get to Summer House. First, I want to touch on last night. Garcelle was on Watch What Happens Live and Mm -hmm. she they played a little game with her about Beverly Hills season 11 and so she she gave us like a little bit of like sneak peek kind of tidbits um, that I want to go through because they're interesting so first off her biggest relationship 180 she said during the season is with Kyle so I'm happy to hear that about suggests that. that they're in a good place now, which I'm not surprised about. I feel like Kyle probably knows that coming after Garcelle wasn't like a great look. So she probably was very nice to her this season. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like their their little fights and whatever they had last year. I don't it's hard. I feel like there were so many of them. You know what Garcelle and Kyle remind me of? Because I don't want to say Kyle was coming after Garcelle, but it definitely reminds me a little, 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 little bit of Brandy and Tiffany right now. Um, how they're just like not getting it, but like maybe eventually Kyle's like, they will. Kyle was like in her head a little bit about her relationship with Garcelle. Um, yeah, totally. Okay, so then she said Dorit annoyed her the most and Crystal, our newbie, is the biggest grudge holder in the cast, which I'm excited to hear because I feel like... Crystal's one of those people where her social media seems very like put together. She seems normal and pretty and rich. And it's <laughs> I'm I'm glad to have the suggestion that she's perhaps a little bit messy because that's not kind of the vibe she gives off. So Okay, but Dylan, if people have that type of Instagram where it's so like done, don't you think they would be like that in real life because they need everything to be like, it kind of makes sense. I guess. Kind of makes I guess. sense. Um, and then she said that Sutton asked about Erica's divorce the most of anyone and also cried the most, which that tracks, not surprising to me. You know, 
Yeah, totally. But you know what? I feel like Sutton's like, you know what? Now's my chance. Oh, wait, never mind. That was Garcelle that asked her. I forgot. Remember, Garcelle was like, how? So how do you have your yeah. money? I forgot. I thought I was hoping that was Erica and then it could have been like a, a like comeback, well, but it wasn't. So, so the last little tidbit is that she said she was shocked when she found out Erica and Tom were splitting up and that she said we see a very different Erica this season. So, I mean, who knows what that means, but I'm. <laughs> They're definitely trying to make it seem like we're going to hear a lot about Erica's situation. TBD on mm. on how that actually goes. Yeah, I I'm very you you know Erica is closed off as it is. So when it when you bring in something like this where it's like a legal thing, I don't know wh- how she's going to go about it. But like, give us what we want. Give the people. Give us what we fucking say want. as much yeah. as you can legally say. That's my thing. Like I <laughs> don't I you don't need to get yourself in trouble, but like. Spill the tea a little bit. Um, but keep us in mind. Keep us, you're, you are getting paid to be on a reality show. Don't forget. Um, also, just I Garcelle's new movie, Coming to America, is out now on Amazon Prime. Are Have you seen the original Coming oh to America? God. No, but I literally saw a commercial last night for it with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and Garcelle's in it. Um, I ha- I've seen like part of the original. I feel like I need to watch it again. And then watch the new one because I want to support Garcelle. And also, I'm sure it's funny. And I also feel like when a sequel comes out, like you should always watch the original before to like pump yourself. Right. Up, you know. Um, OK, without <laughs> without further ado, let's get into Summer House because this was an absolute doozy of an episode. Um, wasn't ready for that. Wasn't ready. But need to just highlight before we even start, this entire episode takes place in a single day, which is also a Monday. So <laughs> you it, it's so funny you say that because when they show, they always show the day mm-hmm. like on the bottom of the screen. And I was like, at first I was like, Monday, why are they all there? But I forgot they're working remote. I was <laughs> like, why aren't they all rushing back? No joke. I was so confused, but now it makes sense. I was hysterical for the first mm, five to eight minutes of the episode. Like I literally was like, I, I have to pull, I have to pull myself together for Carl. Like it's, it's, it was really hard to rewatch that. Um, Like they left off with the phone call from his mom. And then he had, obviously it's difficult to rehab the conversation multiple times mm-hmm. because everyone in the house needed to know Um it was really like a very beautiful moment seeing all of them and also giving Carl his space yeah. while he needed it. I And then I thought everyone in the house was really just so supportive. And so mm-hmm. um, just really, just really great. That moment when, uh, when like five or six of them were sitting out on the front steps, just kind of being there with him. Um, it yeah. was really touching. And I think this cast, is is kind of different from a lot of reality show casts in that for the most part they are close with each other and they have real relationships um and in that moment it really felt like everyone kind of took us it's funny because i want to say they took a step back but then we have like two explosive fights later in the same day so like nothing really changed but and then they kept going to Carl, like in his room. He's like, I don't have the brain power for this right now. Like, because he was go. And then they all said, like, they obviously do feel, you know, bad or dumb fighting about such little stuff compared to like what Carl's going on in his real life. But it was, um, 
Carl made a beautiful post on Instagram the other Mm -hmm. day. Like, obviously, he has to relive this while watching it. But he just like said he's gotten so much support and it's like a fit. It's a real life thing that happens to, unfortunately, a lot of people. So we love Carl. We love Carl. Carl. Carl heads out of the house later in the episode to go to his to be with his family. Uh, We expect he'll be back, you know, probably in a few episodes. Um, But there's so much more to get to because Hannah and Amanda are having (laughs) a fight to end all fights, honestly. So obviously we have the aftermath of their blow up last episode. And Amanda is basically saying that they're at the point where her relationship with Kyle is in a good enough place. They've made the decision to be together and that if Hannah wants to be her friend, she needs to respect her relationship with Kyle, which I think is totally valid. Um, And they almost have like a Teresa Jackie dynamic where they've both said things about 100% both said things that are objectively not great. And neither of them is in a position where they are willing to accept their part. So they're both like, apologize to me. No, apologize to you. I need an apology. Like, I think that since you made that analogy, that (laughs) Hannah is the Teresa in this situation. Uh, Are are you in agreement with that or no? um, Not comparing like what she did on any means mm -hmm. to what Teresa did. But the fact that like Amanda's cool, calm and collected. She's like making valid points. She's like being she's the one that went into (laughs) Teresa. She's the one that went into Hannah's. (laughs) (laughs) hannah's room first like she was like we need to talk hannah had no no interest in like going first because she thought she was owed an apology but i was laughing so hard when amanda goes um yeah when i threw the cup like that was like what you said was like fucked up and hannah goes yeah that was fucked up and amanda (laughs) goes wait no no not what i did was fucked up like they were not on the same page for that they they seem to not be on the same page at all, actually, about their friendship in general. It was actually kind of like sad to watch because. Yeah. Are they friends or not? Yeah. It's one of those things where I definitely think they both probably should just apologize for that whole situation because it was a mess. Um, the difference I would say between the Jackie and Teresa comparison is that K- Kyle was an obvious kind of third party in this situation and i think amanda's response was more reactionary to kyle and hannah's situation so it's interesting then that the bigger drama is between hannah and amanda and not hannah and kyle i guess at this point kyle is just like i don't care to try and be friends with hannah where amanda feels like she's been there for hannah and she's given her so much and she (laughs) That's being like disregarded. I don't know. I mean, yeah. this fight. Sorry, though. I should say. Ooh. I should say Kyle is the Teresa when he walks by and goes, "I will destroy Hannah Burner." To be <laughs> honest, Kyle might be the Teresa. I. Yeah, I, yeah. But the thing is, then Hannah called their relationship toxic. Pages, which was like to Amanda, so out of left field. She was like, "Wait, what?" And then Paige, you can clearly tell. Well, she also admitted as Team Amanda in this, mm-hmm. but. It's hard because when you have you have to have these conversations when you're making up with a friend like or not making up, but you have to actually have the conversation. The issue with that is before you apologize, it could actually get worse, which seems to be happening right now because 
by bringing up certain things, they got more mad at each other instead of apologizing and just kind of like brushing under the rug. So we'll see what happens because in previews for next week, we see them like fighting a little bit more where they're just getting like pissed off at what each other's saying. And I'm like, oh God, you guys are still in a house for another few weeks. Like, let's wrap it up. I know it's, it's hard. Cause normally on summer house, it's like you have these big fights and then you get your space for a few days yep. and this season, that's just not an option. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Another kind of little extra bit later in the episode is that we see Luke really trying to now like woo Sierra because he and Hannah are like officially over and she turns him down and that that moment was so satisfying to me that was great but also the fact that Hannah said that she never saw Luke as a as boyfriend material like but she's like we're just trying to I was like you you yeah what you I thought you guys were dating. Never. Never? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I like that Sierra is like kind of giving Luke, you know, the boot for right now. I don't know if that's going to change in the future, but it's like there has been so much drama in the last like few weeks. And Sierra is still kind of getting her footing in the overall group. It's like, Luke, wait like a week before you try and, yeah, you know, like, scoop Sierra again Sierra did a really good job though at, at like telling putting Kyle in his place too because she's like listen I I ha- I'm starting on my own clean slate like I'll figure out who I like and don't like or who I get along with but if I were Sierra in this position I would totally just turn it around and start to use Luke for my own advantage like um... you know because she still has to get it in too I mean sex isn't everything but it's like <laughs> sex isn't everything but it's something hey i (laughs) honestly you know we're in this time of of pandemic you're in this house with nine other people who you can be confident are safe you don't know once you leave the house the next time it's going to be appropriate to be intimate with someone exactly so girl we're just looking out for you you know but okay i would i would be like uh, yeah if i were in that house i would be having sex the minute i got there you know like the second the quarantine i would put a sign on my door and be like you may (laughs) enter 
kidding. Open have- for bu- <laughs> open for business, honey. Oh, all right. Well, we have to get what we've all been waiting for, which is the cringiest dinner of the land. Literally, Lindsay's birthday dinner, Lindsay's birthday extravaganza, which, by the way, we Ex- shouldn't extravaganza. say it's <laughs> extravaganza. <laughs> we can't compare it to what Amanda did for Kyle because we just we should oh. not bring that up because that was amazing. And this was subpar, I shall say. It- you know, we could see this coming from you know, 25 miles away that Stephen was not equipped even to further. give Lindsay <laughs> to give Lindsay. We could see it all the way from the city that he was not <laughs> equipped to give Lindsay the birthday she desired. And it. so I had this sense of dread and he's like the whole day before he's talking, he's like telling everyone that he needs to get ready and, Oh, can you distract Lindsay? And you know, there's, there's going to be, he's telling her what time to be ready let me tell you, the first shot they I'm showed. Sorry, of just I can't stop laughing. It's the just table, so <laughs> just that that empty shot of the table with the tablecloth, and there's like plastic plates and no silverware, and like one little vase of flowers and just takeout containers. You guys. Oh, it was so sad. It, oh, it okay, was devastating. I I can't because this poor guy thought. He was going above and beyond. And listen, I am Ugh. not putting down the fact that he, you know, w- it was very thoughtful what he did, like that he he went to the place. He combined her dinner and anniversary, by the way, because it was her birthday dinner. But he ordered in <laughs> from the place that he asked her to be his girlfriend. So, OK, that was nice. That was thoughtful. But like he claims he spent the whole week planning this the whole week they were fighting. He kept saying, I did this for you and I want and I. you can see behind Lindsay's eyes. Me and her were on the same page. What did you plan? It took you this long to plan what you ordered in. Di- you just ordered in dinner like you didn't. Right. There was no like surprise. There was no. He didn't make her fish and chips. He like didn't he didn't make the dinner. You're right. Like I was like, what? What am I missing something like he could have even brought the present outside. He didn't even do that. Then I, I, you can tell when he forgot the silverware. I was like, oh, God, Stephen. Oh, God, Ron, just don't come back out. <laughs> I agree. Like to me, it's the kind of thing where. Lindsay Hubbard is a lot like she is most people probably would not be able to handle dating her but for for all of Lindsay's flaws she is extremely clear about what she expects and what she feels she deserves and so the fact that Stephen was like sitting at that table being like what's wrong with what I did like it's not that there's anything wrong with what he did in like a and like if you took it out of context it's like yeah that's a nice that's a nice night like you did something nice but it's so obvious that it wasn't on the same page with what Lindsay was expecting from him she thought she was going to be on a yacht with an engagement ring <laughs> because- like like it's the i feel i i saw so, some people online when the episode was on kind of being like Lindsay's just being mean for no reason no. like what did she expect like it's a pandemic and it's like I agree. Like I'm the kind of person I don't feel some type of way about my birthday. Like I'm not, I don't like need people to like do shit for me like that much. So I probably would have been fine with that, but it was so clear that Lindsay's expectation was higher. Mm -hmm. And so for him, for him to 
be with her and just like miss that mark so much. That was the issue. It wasn't that the dinner was disgusting. Right. It wasn't that the table was gross. It was that it just was not. <laughs> Tell us how you really not, feel, Dylan. <laughs> it was not what she asked for at all, really. Like right. she asked Correct. to be impressed. You're right. And the thing, the other issue is that she made it clear they don't do this ever. So she so she was expecting this. She he could have done on like a random Wednesday during the week when they're dating. So she looked at that while um, instead of it being bigger for her birthday. And so, right. He oh, the, it, it explodes like he goes inside. And also, sorry, side note, she also was turned down a little. I know I said this to you earlier because like he told her to be ready by a certain time. And so she was hiding out in her room, whatever. And then she came outside and and she was like, wait, what was I hiding out for? For you to not even put this on real plates? That could have taken an extra minute, but (laughs) (laughs) but it didn't. But then, yeah, they they go inside and he he's serious. He leaves, which you know what? He needed to. They're not on the same page and this needed to happen for them to break up. Yeah, I mean, I uh, Danielle says that she thinks Lindsay was with this birthday expectation was kind of throwing herself a Hail Mary of being like subconsciously she knew it wasn't working and this was kind of giving her an out, which I I agree with. I definitely think from both of their ends, it had to be clear that it wasn't really like working out the way they wanted it to. And so I'm glad that now they can both move on because they just seem super incompatible. It, yeah, like the the conversation, there's not even a conversation there. Like it, it it's hard to watch, you know, like I I'm glad I'm glad it's over. Actually, I think Danielle is happiest that it's over. She was oh, like, hello. Danielle is thrilled. Danielle <laughs> is thrilled. She gets her friend back. She- <laughs> Does Danielle um, have a boyfriend now? Like why? Does she not? Um, in real life, I don't know. In on the show, I don't <laughs> think we've heard about anyone. I wait. Okay, I feel dumb because I low key forgot that Danielle and Carl used to date. Yeah, she like mentioned that last night, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, time flies. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms 
symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, great episode of Summer House. Let's talk about Below Deck Sailing just a little bit because this week was the premiere. Um, I enjoyed it. Obviously, the season is just getting started, but I think it's off to a promising start. This crew seems like they have a lot of potential for uh, drama and excitement. I was just going to say for mistakes. No, we... we <laughs> that too. For, first episode, I'm always like, yay, a female chef. I don't know why I get so excited when I see a female chef, but oh boy, episode one, you're done in my book. Like I thought she was absolutely wrong for what she did. You don't did. like Natasha? I thought with that that situation, she was not right because we I love Dylan. I love when we because we've seen this show so many times, like we know what to do. We know protocol. We've mentioned this before. Like we know the schedule. We know how it works. But like, it's true. Like, actually, according to Maritime Law, yeah, you do not make breakfast and a full breakfast before seeing or speaking to anybody. You don't even know if the guests are up yet. Like what it what yeah that was weird because it's yeah so this whole breakfast thing it's like they were up super early but then the guests wanted to go sailing and she was like no i made a sit-down breakfast and they were like okay well like the guests literally told us they want to go sailing instead and she's like but i made a sit-down breakfast (laughs) she was like so start Um, taking it they were like yeah i felt i did i definitely was on daisy's side chief stew daisy who has a great irish accent yes i was because it was like she's the one that has to go tell the guests like, hi, so you just told me what you want to do, but that's actually not what we're going to do. And the only reason is because the chef doesn't want to. Like, But here's the thing in these situations, chiefs do at that point, don't try to prove a point and make the chef wrong. We know she's wrong. Put your foot down and do what is going to make the guests happy in that situation. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what What do you yeah. who, What are you trying to prove? Like, okay, we know that. So, what are the guests going to do now? So, just do what the guests want. And who cares if you fight with the chef for a minute? Just get get it done. See, Chief Stew right here, Barry. Chief Stew material, Captain yep. Glenn. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we also, I want to talk about, um, Jean-Luc because he is six foot nine. He's a a deckhand and I can't even imagine for someone as tall as him or if anyone is a certain, you know, height, whatever, how many times they hear, oh, wow, you're so tall. Can you imagine? Like, he's like, "Yeah." yeah. I'm still this tall as I have been always. <laughs> he is extremely tall and Captain Glenn is quite short. And so seeing them together is like very funny. When they showed him, he said he's been lucky enough to always fit in a bed on the boat. And when they showed how long the bed was and then compared to how long he was, I was like, that is horrible. On nights that there's no um, guests, he should be allowed to sleep like in a in a guest room. Uh- Oh, I am making oh. some valid points today. You're like, 
you're like, actually, according to maritime law, <laughs> if you don't fit um, in the bed, you can sleep elsewhere. It's an unspoken rule. Um, but Jean-Luc, he can't fit in the bed. And he also can't, can't quite his- get his work done, it seems, because on like day two, he already has uh, missed out on like half of his cleaning duties. So that seems like it might be a little bit of a brewing conflict between Jean-Luc and first officer Gary who um is hot. Gary just want Gary is like already you can tell the one who wants to hook up with everyone on the boat he's like I've never been on a crew before where everyone's hot <laughs> wait I'm sorry can we also talk about the fact that Jean-Luc poured diesel gas all over the deck mm-hmm. because that's a minor problem I would put that up there with the mustard gas situation okay to be fair it was in an incorrectly labeled bottle. That is fair, but so, like, smell it. Maybe he, he, maybe he should have smelled it, but also like it wasn't like <laughs> it, it was a, an understandable mistake. Totally. Um, <laughs> I'm liking this crew though. I like I like Daisy. Yeah, and I like that she has a really experienced second stew, and then a third stew who's like, I took a class. <laughs> well, they. I think Jean Luc is like that too. He was like, I've been in this for. A year and the other what's her name Allie and uh, oh Danny Danny they're yeah the, Danny's the, the Brazilian the one stews seem like really capable of doing their job but I also just want to point out that this first charter seems really fun and like rock and roll and I love it but the primary is vegan so she doesn't want any meter fish on the entire boat and like I just feel like that's not fair to anybody else like you, if you don't eat something, you don't have to, but you, it's allowed. I feel like it should be allowed in the vicinity, but she says that the guests are allowed to eat fish. She'll allow them to eat fish. But yeah, I, I understand doing that. Like in your house, like if you have a dinner party and you want to make everyone eat vegan, that's fine. But like you're chartering a boat for three days, like let them eat what they want. Yeah. But to, yeah, it's bizarre, but you know what? She is. I hope she's not one of those people where she's like, I'm paying. So you better fucking listen and do whatever I say. <laughs> I do, I do like that this is the first um, post pandemic or I guess during pandemic oh God, season. I was like, I'm of sorry, is deck. it over? <laughs> like, is the pandemic <laughs> it's, over? <laughs> it's the first COVID era below deck season. And however they are doing their protocols, we basically aren't hearing about it at all. We just assume that these guests have quarantined or whatever before they get on the boat. Right. And it's like, it's so refreshing. Yeah. It's so nice that they mention it. Like they do mention it in the episode. So it's not like they're pretending it doesn't exist, but I, it is so nice to see a new Bravo show where we just like, don't have to watch them like pretend to wear face shields and stuff. Yeah. And unfortunately though, we leave off for the episode where the guests are gone and no one can find them. So I hope that uh, next week, like, wait, I forgot yeah, about they're that. gone. Like they're gone. <laughs> So we might end this <laughs> charter early. I hope everyone's okay, but we we don't know where they are. Like they're, they're they have vanished. Oh my god. I I'm excited for this season though. I feel like last season kind of was a little bit of a slog by the end with the Jenna and Adam stuff and this season it's nice to oh. just have a refresh. Hopefully there's some, you know, all-stars that emerge from this cast, but either way, I'm just I'm down to have a good time. Croatia's beautiful. Um 
I do want sailing to is exciting. The f- I will say, like, a, my heart like flutters a little bit when the boat first like starts to keel. Every I'm like, time. oh yeah, the no, sails. but every time they start to play that music and then the sails go up, I'm like, this is so fucking badass. Like, I they, I want to do this. It is funny. Of. They play like Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> music, and it's like, bum 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 bum. Like bum, we're bah. in the Disney like, World, we're literally <laughs> on the Disney ride. Like I was like, okay, I feel like a pirate's like really gonna come out like with a sword and like jump and swing through the things but whatever it's fine we don't have to go there oh my god well (laughs) on that though everybody have a great weekend thank you so much for listening (laughs) don't don't forget to rate review subscribe follow us on instagram at bravo by batches and just be cool don't be all like uncool Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.